great awakening in the unveiling of the exposed. Welcome friends and family. Today's date is October 31st, 2020. I'm your host, Dawid Yako Maccabeus. You are listening to Signs and Wonders, the broadcast that came right on time. Before I get into it, I would like to send a message to Aya, our Yahuwah, in the name of Yahshua. Yahuwah, I first want to thank you for the breath of life, allowing me to speak your name, Aya. I thank you for the abundance you have given me. Thank you for the wisdom you have placed in my mind. Thank you for your protection. Thank you for your guidance. Thank you for your patience. You are truly wonderful and an awesome friend. My Yahuwah, oh, Ayah, in the name of Yahshua, I ask that you continue to guide me towards the path you want me to go. I ask that you grow the seed you allowed me to plant all those years ago. Give me the proper words to destroy the system of the beast. Allow me to expose the massive corruption on this planet and guide it towards righteousness. Bind and bound the demonic hierarchy of the hermetic Luciferian order and break down the power of the 72 demons and their legions. Take away their wealth so they can no longer hurt our children. Take away their political influence so we can bring them to justice. Thank you, Ayah, my Yahuwah, in the name of Yahshua, for making this be done. All praise, Ayah. All praise, Ayah. All praise. Yeah. Okay. My friends, I hope you are blessed with this message today. First, I want to give my condolences to my dear friend, Pablo, for losing his um, sister. Um, I also want to send peace and love to her her children um, now I dedicate this broadcast to my brother Pablo and his family may Yahshua be your rock at this time my brother and let justice flow like a river I love you my friend okay um <clears throat> First, I will start this broadcast with clarity concerning this virus we're being oppressed by and how it is being used by the demonic ruling structure. In my previous message, I spoke about the stick and the worm. In that broadcast, you heard who was responsible for releasing this virus and why. Today, I want to bring us up to speed on how they continue to use this deception 
to use the frequency of fear. What you're witnessing, what you are witnessing at this time is called the fear-based program or fear-based programming. This is the foundation of their power. You see, fear is a frequency. To better understand this, let's review the uh, Merriam-Webster's definition of frequency. Okay. Now, like I always do in my broadcast, I like to break down the meaning so we can get a better understanding of the topic of conversation. Now, in Webster's, it says frequency and it reads, the numbers of times that a periodic function repeats the same sequence of values during a unit variation of the independent variable. The meaning behind the independent variable is a mathematical variable that is independent of the other variables in an expression or function and whose value determines one or more of the values of the other variables. Mm -hmm. So what this is saying is that <clears throat> frequency is a periodic function that repeats a sequence of values during the unit or group of independent mathematical variables. Which means frequencies are programmable. Let me repeat that. Frequencies are programmable. Okay. And to continue with the definition. The number of complete oscillations, which is a flow of electricity changing periodically from a maximum to a minimum, especially a flow periodically changing direction, the number of complete oscillations per second of energy, such as sound or electromagnetic, electromagnetic radiation such as sound or electromagnetic radiation in the form of waves. Okay. Which is why fear is a frequency produced by the fear-based program. Understand? Okay, it's math. It's waves. It's oscillations which is why fear is a frequency produced by the fear-based program. The oscillations of fear is being pushed via electromagnetic radiation. This electromagnetic radiation flows through your cell phones, your televisions, computers, Wi-Fi networks, and of course, the fifth generation technology, also known as 5G. This is being pushed by the cellular networks. Okay? Fear 
Let's just listen to uh, 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 what fear does, okay? Fear lowers your immune system and radiation disrupts the cells. Yet, we do not hear this warning from mass media or from the World Health Organization during this pandemic. Now, when was the last time you heard the WHO explain fear combined with electromagnetic radiation can compromise your immune system? When was the last time you heard that? Have you ever heard corporate-owned media, uh, mass media express these concerns? Have you ever heard them say, oh, by the way, you know, fear can lower your immune system and you should kind of not talk on the cell phone that much during this time of the pandemic because this can cause a uh, dysfunction in your immune system and you could be more um, you could be more exposed to the coronavirus. Now you never heard that in mass media. All we hear from organized media is fear 24 hours a day, seven days a week. The fear-based program is is, is uh, uh, cloaked behind entertainment. It rides on radio waves through the air, lowering the frequency of our planet. 24 7. Now, <clears throat> I said all of that to get to my point. We keep hearing on the airwaves, even when you are not looking for it, that over 200,000 people have died when this who manipulated coronavirus came to be. Right? 2,000, no, 200,000 people Make sure I, 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 I don't mistaking how many people they said have died so far in the United States of America. 200,000 people have died with this WHO, World Health Organization, manipulated coronavirus. Am I clear? Yet, the news about the CDC pertaining to 94% of the people that, pa that had already passed. These people that passed had compromised immune systems. Okay? And only a few thousand of those victims died from the virus alone. We do not hear about how the ventilators are killing people and how the hospitals have a financial incentive to mark the death as only COVID-19. Those of us that know people that have had this virus know firsthand that you can destroy this weak common virus with quinine, zinc, or cordial silver. If you keep a powerful immune system, by eating clean food and exercise, and while getting uh, uh, vitamin D from the sun, 
you can ride this virus. If it is, if it is even a virus. You all heard about the um, influences of 5G. How it poisons the cells. If it poisons the cells, it's going to weaken the immune system. If it weakens the immune system, then viruses or illnesses like the common cold could turn into the coronavirus. It could be seen as coronavirus with the tests. The fact that this fear-based program is being used to lower your immune system should be obvious by now. In comparison to the other causes of death, you begin to see the deception. For example, in one year, over 655,000 people die from heart diseases. In one year, another 600,000 die from cancer. We also hear about chronic lower respiratory disease, COPD, which has the exact symptoms of the so-called coronavirus. Now, this is stated from the CDC. And I want you to really think about the information that I'm trying to uh, relay here, okay? Now, this is what the CDC says. It says, Deaths from chronic lower respiratory disease, COPD, which is what, is what most smokers have, which is what most black smokers have, could because of the uh, methanol in the cigarettes, the tobacco has now created a um, disproportionate attack on the African-American community. So now most of our Loved ones in their 60s have COPD. Now listen to what the CDC says about COPD. Deaths from chronic lower respiratory disease, including chronic obstructive pulmonary disease, asthma, occupational lung disease, and pulmonary hypertension, in every year, an average of 160,000 people die from this disease. In addition, like I said, the people most targeted by all these diseases are so-called African-Americans. If you recall, the most affected demographic from COVID-19 was African-Americans. Now, do you think some of the chronic lower respiratory diseases, COPD deaths, contributed to this 200,000 COVID PSYOP? Do you think that the, the uh, 160,000 people with this, they call it the underlining conditions, could be pushed into that number of 200,000 that they reported? as of October? Just a question. Now, 
I have another question. Can you see the pattern? And why do so many or or why do so-called African-Americans always make the top of the list of death every time? Do you think maybe we are the target? That's a question. Also, according to the CDC, it states that of the 44 million abortions, such as the 1973 Roe v. Wade Supreme Court ruling, 19 million black babies were aborted. That's a quote. Now, we all know or we know all the abortions in the U.S. are not recorded, right? Not all of them. Because in another statistics that I found, from all, it's, it's a, 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 a um, statistic uh, organization called All American Life League, Okay we find that there are 61,800,000 abortions. That's 61,800,000 abortions since 1973. In this uh, statistics, in these statistics, we also learned that black women make up 14% of the population. But 36% of all the abortion. That means 36% of 61,800,000 brings that number up to 22,248,000 people. which means the remaining 39,552,000 people, the other 64% are either white, Latino, or others. 61,800,000 people. This is an absolute genocide. This is genocide. Now, to put this into perspective, we're going to focus on the African-American demographic. Now, there's a reason why I'm targeting the African-American demographic. At the end of this broadcast, you will know why, okay? Focusing on the African-American demographic since 1973, Statistically, 1,000 African-American babies are killed by abortion every day. This is 7,000 African-American babies killed by abortion every week. In one month, that's 210,000 African-American babies 
are killed. 2,210,000, 210,000 African-American babies are killed. Which means every single month, there are more babies killed than all of the coronavirus deaths in America so far. In the month, uh, uh, come, uh, bringing it up to the month of October. Now, I refuse to just roll over these facts. Okay? Let's put this into proper perspective. Since 1973, 22,248,000 people were removed from the population of 44 million African Americans. Now, according to a 2019 statistic report, our population is around 40 million. Now, however, personally, I think our numbers are far, far less. For starters, this report does not uh, separate black people that immigrated to the United States from the black people that were here prior to the transatlantic slave trade or the American descendants of slavery. The black, the black population of America that consists of native indigenous peoples as well as captured so-called Africans have always been under attack. This was emphasized in the 1970s in the Henry Kissinger Eugenics and Depopulation Plan that is entitled Implications of Worldwide Population Growth for U.S. Security and Overseas Interests dated April 24th, 1974. Now, do we think it's a coincidence that in 1973, after the Supreme Court legalized abortion, the nation started to depopulate the black population? Hmm? By now, we should know this is fear-based programming. We should know that this fear-based program, to go back to what I was saying earlier, is just another tool used by the synagogue of Satan to keep our frequencies at extremely low levels to continue their goal of genocide. They didn't all of a sudden uh, uh, wake up and say, hey, let's, uh, we care about them now. They are, they have been killing us since 73 legally. You think they're going to change now? You think they care about the COVID? Now, this particular psyop is being used by this demonic ruling structure to not only target the population for destruction and genocide, but it is also being used to start a race-based civil war. Let me repeat that. A race 
based civil war. We see them constantly trying to hijack the reparations movement by conflating it with Black Lives Matter. Just like they conflated the Proud Boys with white supremacist groups, we see the media label Trump supporters as racist. We've witnessed Antifa burning American flags, topple Confederate statute, destroy cities, target white people in the streets in the name of Black Lives Matter. And on and on and on. We see the corporate controlled media constantly asking Donald Trump if he is a racist as the economy is destroyed. And the 24-7 push of fear about the coronavirus. Now, if you do not see this agenda, you are a pawn in this agenda. A useful tool in this corporate-sponsored psychological operation, the Great PSYOP. If we as a people are to avoid this race-based civil war, we must stop just saying we woke and really wake the hell up. Or this will be just another column in the depopulation agenda. Now, to be clear, the 36% of so-called African-American women that have aborted over 22,248,000 babies That was a choice. That was their choice. This is why it's called the pro-choice movement. Likewise, our decision to run away from the spiritual foundation of righteousness since 1973 resulted in the murder of 22,248,000 people from the the African-American population alone. Now ask yourself a question. As we go through months of lockdowns, as we watch our cities burn, as we watch wildfires burning millions of acres of land and witness the destruction of the food supply, as we witness the economic markets fall and the end of all economic opportunities, Do we deserve protection against the synagogue of Satan? Do we deserve protections against the synagogue of Satan? Do we deserve protection as we willingly whore after the beast of Babylon? Answer the question. In America alone, over 60 Two million babies were were sacrificed to the ideology of Balaam. And just like our ancestors who threw their children into the fire, this generation aborts our children ignorantly 
sacrificing, sacrificing millions of souls to Baal. Now, do we as a nation deserve divine protection from this? Even as I speak, we as a people are still whoring after the beast of Babylon. While black people lead the nation in heart disease, gang-related homicide, cancer, strokes, diabetes, chronic lower respiratory disease, and now COVID-19. Even now, we whore after the beast of Babylon. It's a damn shame. Since 1973, the black woman has been the face of abortion and now as a result, her fertility is on par with Amulet. Black woman, you used to be the most fertile woman on the planet. Now you can't keep a child in your womb. We as a people have to take responsibility for our actions because everything we do is a choice, a pro-choice, pro-choice. And the so-called African-American black man is just as responsible because the woman does not get pregnant by herself. As a result, the so-called African-American black man became the face of the player and the pimp. But now you're becoming the face of homosexuality. Likewise, the black woman has become the face of ratchetness and a spokesman of lesbianism leading a Black Lives Matter movement that desires to destroy the foundation of the black family. It is a damn shame. None of this is coincidental. The agenda to destroy you has been in effect a long, long, long if you search this new censored internet they constantly try to hide the agenda so they can put you back to sleep like a snake they led you to deep state controlled fact check websites and told you a lie recently I did a search on Margaret Sanger, the uh, so-called uh, uh, the mother of abortion and the deep state. It's working overtime to hide this demon's hand. Just recently, I tried to do a research on this demon. This same woman uh, that stated her uh, in her autobiography. Now, I'm going to quote something at this demon said in her autobiography she said I accepted an invitation to talk to the women's branch of the Ku Klux Klan 
I saw through the door dim figures parading with banners and illuminated crosses. I was escorted to the platform, was introduced, and began to speak. In the end, through simple illustration, I believed I had accomplished my purpose. A dozen invitations to speak to similar groups were preferred. Now, excuse me, take some water. Now, the latest internet talking point that you will find when you do your research is that the image of Margaret Sanger with the KKK is a manipulated image. Now, regardless if some photoshopped image of her speaking at a KK rally is real or not, she stated from her own lips, from her own soul, from her own spirit. She attended several Klutz Klutz Klan, Klutz Klutz Klan rallies. Margaret Sanger was a eugenist. She was a eugenist and a promoter of scientific racism. This is a fact. This demon was born in 1879 in the heart of the Jim Crow era. Her father turned atheist, okay? We read her biography. It says that her father turned atheist, which means she was an atheist. If her father's an atheist, she's an atheist. Now, was the abolition movement started by Christians or atheists? Was the eugenics movement started by atheists or Christians. Margaret Sanger's husband was also uh, a follower of scientific racism. Now, in fact, her husband, William Sanger, that's where she got her name, was from Germany, and he was an Ashkenazi Jew, which is ironic because Hitler used scientific racism, scientific racism to justify the Holocaust. Another irony is how Margaret Sanger used black leaders in the African-American community to perform eugenics. It is well known in certain segments of the black community that the boule or Sigma Pi Phi worked with Margaret Sanger to get rid of the undesirables. We all own a great debt of gratitude to the late, great brother, Steve Coakley. He exposed the truth of this decades ago. And I miss listening to Steve Coakley. I used to listen to that brother all the time. Now, here's another quote from this demon, Sanger's biography. It seems to me, from my experience, that while the colored Negroes have great respect for the white doctors, 
they can get closer to their own members and more or less lay their cards on the table, which means their ignorance, superstitions, and doubts. We should hire three or four colored ministers, preferred with social service backgrounds and with um, engaging personalities. The most successful educated approach to the Negro is through a religious appeal. We don't want the word to go out that we want to exterminate the Negro population. And the minister is the man who can straighten out that idea if it ever occurs to any of their more rebellious members like myself that they want to exterminate us straight from that demon's lips from her soul from her spirit from her her agenda from her ideology eugenics just like her husband eugenics just like her father, an atheist, a racist, from her lips and the media and the internet is trying to wipe it out your mind and say it's just a manipulated photo. It's not what really what she meant. How uh, and then you turn around, we get Roe versus Wade, and over twenty-two million people have died. And who is helping her out? The Brule. The boule. Judas goats leading us to slaughter. The ministers. That's why we don't have church anymore. That's why you got ratchetness up in the church now. That's why people don't know Yahuwah. That's why they don't know Ayah. They don't understand Yeshua. You got demons in the pulpit. Don't even know what time it is right now. Don't know that the United States is about to fly away and your pawn, stupid, ignorant ass is going to be enslaved again. Now, in hindsight, we now know that the Negroes she reached out to, because now we can look at the, the uh, history and we can see that she worked with W.E.B. Du Bois. She was praised by Martin Luther King Jr. This demon compromised many members of the National Urban League, the National Association for the Advancement of Colored People, the NAACP. And damn near all the so-called leaders in the black community. As a result, 22,248,000 
people from the African-American population have been wiped out. Now, the reason our so-called black leaders don't speak out against Amalek is because they have become Amalek. You can no longer complain about the ideology of the usurper when you have embraced the lifestyle of your usurper, your oppressor, your master. However, it's not all bad. If not for the warning from the book of Deuteronomy, chapter 28, we would be truly lost as a people. Thankfully, we were given a blueprint to escape this trap. Now, for those of you whom are familiar with this book, I will read this message again to remind you what we must do and how to free ourselves from this demonic curse. But before I do, I will take a quick break and I will be right back. What will happen in 2025? An international forecasting website, Deagle.com, published an interactive graph where it projects future prospects or trends for any nation in the world that you click on. Although the graph has been updated since 2013, their site currently charts changes in population, GDP, and other national factors of almost every country in the world from 2017 to 2025, allowing you to easily cross-compare the statistics. They forecast that from 2017 to 2025, the United States' population will be cut down to less than a third of its size, from 327 million to 100 million, while the UK is whittled down to almost a sixth of its 2017 size, 66 million to 15 million. France loses nearly half of their population, while Germany is inexplicably trimmed down from 81 million to 28 million. During this same stretch of time, China and Russia are projected to maintain the same population, while India and Brazil grow by a few million more people. Why are populations dramatically disappearing in such a short amount of time? And why 2025? Deagle's forecast says that the US's GDP will fall from $19 trillion to $1.6 trillion, less than a tenth of its former self from 2017. The UK drops from 2.9 trillion to 132 billion, while Canada, France, and Germany follow suit, dropping from the trillions to the hundreds of billions in GDP. However, China and Russia are expected to grow their GDP by 1 trillion and over 2 trillion respectively, while Brazil maintains a stable GDP at 3.2 trillion, and India loses only 2 trillion of its projected 7.3 trillion. The defense budget for each Western nation follows the same trend, a sharp drop in the billions. While as predictably predicted by Deagle.com, China, Russia, India, and Brazil increase their defense budget in the double and triple digit billions.
Philippines, clearly showing a major shift in national military power worldwide. Countries associated with the economic development group known as BRIC, Brazil, Russia, India, China, arrive in a future with greater population stability, a growing GDP, and a booming defense budget. Why does Deagle predict such a bleak 2025 for North America and Europe? Little is known about the owners of Deagle.com, but according to their own website, Deagle is partners with and clients of the NSA, NATO, the World Bank, the United Nations, and other national and international agencies. They say the economic and demographic data used in the making of their forecasts is widely available by institutions such as the CIA, IMF, UN, and USG. Also, they make it clear that they are quote, not linked to any government in any way, shape, or form. Either way, what will happen in 2025? And why do multiple other publications predict 2025 to be a tumultuous year? This is Brian Wilson with Infowars.com. Welcome back to Signs of Wonders, a broadcast that came right on time. What you heard was a report from Brian Wilson of Redfield TV, who is also an InfoWars reporter. I found this report on the Band.video platform. It is a short three-part documentary. Now, I will play part two during my next break. I wanted to bring this to your attention so that you can prepare for what is coming. Just like lockstep in 2010, they are predicting destruction of the West. What makes this report interesting is how the hidden hand is projecting its next move. We can see how their goal of depopulation as well as their plans to for the destruction of the economies of the Western nations within five years is being projected. Okay. Now keep in mind, this report is from a document written in 2017, the Deagle Report. Another witness is uh, a report I found. I found this uh, on another website because I always got to have two witnesses called the DailyCoin.org. This article was written uh, for eight years into the future. Right? It's titled The Deagle Report An Eerily Accurate View of What Would America Look Like in 2025 by Stephen Stanford, published October 18th, 2017. Okay? Now, if you recall from our last broadcast, this so called uh, scenario planning 
This, uh, these are spells. Spells of the Luciferian cult projecting their will into the future. Your wish is your command. Right? The secret. These are the spells. They call the the future this they call it the economic reset. Notice how the United States population drops from three hundred thirty seven million down to one hundred million in this report. How the United Kingdom went from sixty six million down to fifteen million. How France dropped to one half of its population. Germany drops to one third of its population. While the BRIC nations, Brazil, Russia, China, and India, grow and increase in their populations. Now how the GDP uh, uh, shrinks is not a mystery if you see what, what's happening today. Right? But if you notice how the GDP of the United States drops from 19 trillion down to 1.6 trillion, which is one tenth of its economic power, likewise we see how the United uh, Kingdom and Germany, France and Canada all drop in economic power. Now, <clears throat> because this report was written in 2017, we have to consider what was occurring at this time. Like, what was the inspiration for them writing this this report? We had the United States elect Donald Trump instead of Hillary Clinton. We watched the United Kingdom vote to exit the European Union with Brexit. The uh, French, the, the France had a massive yellow vest protest against the ruling class. We witnessed mass protests in Germany, Italy, Spain, and all over Europe. Countries were planning to exit the EU. And the European Union was in trouble. And then like a phoenix rising from the ashes, China conveniently produces the Wuhan virus. Like I mentioned in previous broadcasts, the ruling power structure are moving that power structure from the west to the east. This is why the west is in chaos as I speak. Now, did you notice who the partners of this Diga report are? It's the same players, the same ones we always hear. We hear that it was the CIA, NATO, the World Bank, the United Nations, internationally, I mean, inter, yep, International Monetary Fund. Basically the same autonomous agencies, the same that we see all the time. The ones that seem to have more power than any nation on earth. But now it should be obvious that these autonomous agencies are funded by the foundations to control the, f the fate of our planet. Now I will speak more on this later. I will be back 
to the great awakening and the unveiling of the exposed. I'm going to get back to that. Now, <clears throat> before I, 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 I went on break, I was speaking about how we free ourselves from this demonic curse and the warning that was explained to us in the book of Deuteronomy. Before I start, I have to explain the book of Deuteronomy. Since we are now living in the end time portion of scriptures, we should be wise to the manipulations caused by Amalek. Now, for those of you whom are scholars of religious history, know that the book of Deuteronomy was not written by Moses. Yes, it has contributions attributed to Moses that were added to the Torah, which is now known as the fifth book of Moses. However, by now you should know this could not be the case. Now, the question is this. Was the book written by Moses or was it written by Hebrew scribes hundreds of years later? Was the book then reconstructed by impostors and usurpers and then retranslated into Babylonian Hebrew, Greek, Latin, German, and then English? Well, the answer, of course, it was. Okay, so if this is truth, then how relevant is the book of Deuteronomy? Can we use this book to see what is occurring today in 2020? I will answer these questions like I always do, with research and let his story unveil our story. Now, Knowing what you know about the methods of the Amalekites, the stories of the Kenites and the manipulation caused by the Edomites, this deception should not be a surprise. For those of you confused by these ancient tribes should understand that these bloodlines are the root of the cause or the root of the, the uh, uh, cause of chaos we see today. If you have ever heard of the ruling power structure or the so-called elite bloodline, then this is it. If you ever heard of it, this is it, the root. They go back thousands of years. The method of the tribe of Amalek has been tried and proven. You're seeing them play out right before your eyes today. In ancient times, because the Amalekites were small in number, they would migrate into a larger population and then work their way into all seats of power. After they hijacked or usurped the levers of power via the currency, the government, the courts, and the scribes, they then destroyed the spirituality of the nation until they until they were able to suck the life out of the people. This is their method of operation, the M.O. of the synagogue of Satan. In history, we read about the tribe of Kenites, whom are also an ancient tribe that exists for the sole purpose 
to test your relationship with your God. And of course, the tribe of Esau, the Edomites, whom are also an ancient tribe of the Hebrew people, they exist to test the people of Ayah. The Amalekites intermarried with both tribes. The oldest of these tribes is known as the Kenites. The Kenites can be viewed as a metaphor for the seed of the serpent or the offspring of the fallen demonic entities, which I call the Demonic 72, found at the root of demon worship. All of this can be verified. Now, if all this is confusing, I suggest you read a book called The Dying God, The Hidden History of Western Civilization by David Livingston. I read this book years ago. This book traces the history of the Indo-European influence and uh, a deliberate conflation of spiritual practices. The term dying God refers to the method of, of amalgamation of cultures and religion by the more powerful and organized invader. At the present, the most powerful and hidden religion is called Hermetism. And this god, lowercase g, is named Hermes Trismegistus. Hermes Trismegistus is a god, lowercase g, worshiper. Okay, it's a, it's a Hermes Trismegistus, Hermes Trismegistus, a god, lowercase g, worshipped in Luciferianism. And out of Luciferianism comes other practices which is Theosophy, Freemasonry, Rosicrucianism, and of course, the Hermetic Kabbalah. In the Hermetic Kabbalah, <clears throat> we find the demonic 72 spirits used by Alistair Crawley, Anton uh, Salvador Levey, Helen Blavansky, and many present-day Luciferians who are dictating the agenda for the Foundations. The foundations, the foundations, the foundations being the Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation, the Rockefeller Foundation, the Clinton Foundation, the Open Society Foundation, the McCain Foundation, and so forth. Now, I wanted to make all of this clear before I read the book of Deuteronomy chapter 28. In addition... Sigma Pi Phi, also known as the Boule, are called the guard dogs for the demonic elite class. Which means our so-called black leadership is under the control of Luciferians. This is why the weak, perverted, negative images of the so-called black American, uh, the black African American, is a mere reflection of what the controllers want the world to see. We don't want them to see ratchetness and perversion. That's not what we represent. But this is what they give to the world. They know our potential and who we are. Who we truly are. The boule are in, are in entertainment. They are in sports. 
they are everywhere. From politics to religion, there they are. And it's time we separate ourselves from this beast. Okay, first, I want to give thanks to Yah for this message before I read. Uh, I want to set this up. The Hebrew scribes, our ancestors that wrote the book of Deuteronomy, were giving us a warning concerning what would happen if we turn away from righteousness. Keep in mind, when I speak about righteousness, I include the ancient comedic spiritual practices that encompassed order, balance, truth. Reciprocity, harmony, righteousness, morality, and justice, which is my. And along with this, I want you to place the covenant of Ayah, the Ten Commandments of Moses, in your heart. In addition, the 42 laws of Ma'at that allowed the Hebrews that lived in Kemet to find righteousness before Moses knew the name. Now keep this in your mind as we read the book of Deuteronomy. Because everybody in this country got ratchet. We all need to come back to who we are and who we're supposed to be. All of us. The book of Deuteronomy chapter 8. 28. Let me check my time. Okay. And it reads. <clears throat> and it shall come to pass. If thou shalt hearken diligently into the voice of Ayah. Uh, Yahuwah. Our Yah. To observe and do all his commandments. Which I command thee this day. That Yahuwah. Our Yah. Will set thee on high. Above all nations of the earth. And all these blessings shall come on thee and overtake thee if thou shalt hearken unto the voice of Yahuwah or Yah. Blessed shalt thou be in the cities and blessed shalt thou be in the field. Blessed be the fruit of thy body and the fruit of thy ground, uh, thy ground and the fruit of thy cattle, the increase of thy kind and the flocks of thy sheep blessed shall by blessed shall be thy baskets in thy store blessed shall thou be with thy uh, when thou comest in and blessed shall thou be when thou goest out yahuwah shall cause thy enemies that rise up against thee to smitten before thy face they shall come out against thee one way and flee before thee Seven ways. Yahuwah shall command the blessings upon thee in thy storehouse, and in all that thou sittest thine hand unto, and he shall bless thee in the land which Yahuwah or Yah giveth thee. Yahuwah shall establish, establish thee a holy people unto himself, as he hath sworn unto thee. If thou shalt keep the commandments of Yahuwah, our Yah, 
and walk in his ways and all people of the earth shall see that thou art called by the name of Yahuwah and they shall be afraid of thee and Yahuwah shall make thee plenteous in goods in the fruit of thy body and in the fruit of thy cattle and in the fruit of thy ground in the land which Yahuwah Swear unto thee fathers, unto thy fathers to give thee. Yahuwah shall open unto thee his good treasures, the heavens, to give the rain unto thy land in his season, and to bless all the works of thine hand. And thou shalt lend unto many nations, and thou shalt not borrow. And Yahuwah shall make thee the head and not the tail. And thou shalt be above only, and thou shalt not be beneath. If thou hearken unto thy commandments of Yahuwah, O Yah, which I command thee this day to observe and to do them, and thou shalt not go aside from any of the words which I commanded thee this day, to the right hand or to the left, to go after other gods to serve them. Alright? Now, after hearing this, did you catch the uh, few key points? If thou shalt hearken diligently, diligently unto the voice of Yahuwah, our Yah, to observe and to do all his commandments, which I command thee this day. Now, before I continue, I need to put this passage into proper context. First, we should know that this book was written in the uh, 6th century B.C. During the time in history known as the Babylonian captivity. Now, since this is the case, that means the book was scribed at least 1,000 years after the Exodus. We also have to consider the reconstruction of the book was done in 1611 by order of the uh, Church of England during the Catholic Reformation and during this time Europe was knee deep into Arab controlled African slave trade now like I mentioned earlier the covenant of Ayah through Moses was influenced by the 42 laws of Maat this law was developed in ancient Kemet which was thousands of years prior to the arrival of Joseph and the Hebrews this form of spiritual practice was the law of the land prior to the invasion of the Hyksos. To reiterate, to reiterate Ma'at refers to the ancient commandment law that uh, personified as Ma'at, the ancient commandment goddess of truth, justice, and order, which states uh, from a quote, the goddess is often shown with an ostrich feather on her head or with a white ostrich feather, the feather of Ma'at was an important part of the way, weighing of the heart of the soul ceremony in the afterlife. This is where the heart of the soul of the dead person was weighed in the scales of justice against the feather. Now I read this to bring your mind back to the broadcast, Ma'at the Yah of Justice. When you listen to this message, you learn about the history of of the Hebrews spirituality the Hebrews went to Mithraim 
which is Egypt, where the foundation of righteousness was developed. Before the invasion, we are told that the seed of Yaakov, which are the twelve patriarchs, lived in peace for hundreds of years. This foundation of righteousness held and taught Moses. However, when the Hyksos, the Hyksos, the shepherd kings, came in and enslaved the Hebrews, chaos replaced Ma'at. The god of the Hyksos was called Apophius, was the great serpent, right? This demon took over ancient Kemet and tainted the spiritual practices, which which is why Moses had to rediscover, he had to discover Yahuwah and ask for the name of the divine, which was revealed to be, I am that I am, Ayah. We discover that the Hyksos came from the north in the southern regions of Europe, bordering the Black Sea. They are bordering the Black Sea. Later history tells us that the Nubians took back Egypt and removed the Hyksos, after the destruction of the 17th dynasty. Okay. Now. I wanted to make sure. This brief discussion of history. Is well seated in your mind. Before I continue with the book of Deuteronomy. Because. Um, it's important. That we get a proper context. And understand that. Everybody's here. Everybody's mixed up. We have to come to righteousness. We have to stop fighting. We have to accept our history. We have to stop getting confused by the um, um, manipulation of the enslaver that separates us. And if we don't understand where we came from, we do not know where we're going. Now let's read this chapter with new eyes and better understanding of history. Curses for disobedience. The book of Deuteronomy chapter 28 verse 15 through 18. Now mind you, you had a people that were upright in righteousness. Right? Understood Ma'at. Brought those, those um, um, truth and, and, and dignity into a spirituality. They later uh, uh, called it Judaism. We had the Ten Commandments of honor, of respect. We had our own spiritual richness, uh, uh, rituals. We were upright to the point that we made a covenant with Ayah. And Ayah said, you are going to be my special people that will express this righteousness to the world. Like you did in ancient times. And I made you a beacon of shining light. When nations came to see you and worship at your feet. What happened? And it reads... <clears throat> But it shall come to pass, if thou wilt not hearken unto the voice of Yahuwah or Yah, to observe, to do all his commandments and his statutes, which I command thee this day, that all these curses shall come upon thee and overtake thee. Curse shall thou be in the city, and curse shall thou be in the field. Curse shall thou basket in thy store. Curse shall be thy fruit of thy body and thy fruit of thy land, the increase of thy Kind and thy flocks of thy sheep, cursed shall thou be with the cometh, and cursed shall thou be when thou goest. Yahuwah shall send upon thee curses, vexations, and rebuke in all that thou 
uh, sittest thine hand unto do until thou be destroyed and until thou perish quickly because of the wickedness of thy doings whereby thou hast forsaken me. A lot of people, um, even some of our, our um, respected uh, ancestors whom I love and I will never disrespect, but a lot of them were very critical and say, what kind of God would curse? And um, and I can understand them being upset. However, when you understand or when you comprehend or overstand, however you want to accept this this uh, explanation, is that curses are always flowing upon this planet, spoken through the lips of the demonic. Protection from the curses are 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 on us. The protections are on us because of the spirit of Ayah. Right? If that spirit is not in you, then you will get affected by the curses. Okay? Because through understanding Hermes Trismegistus and the Luciferian cult and the way that they are putting together this planet and asking for 2025 to be their year and writing these scenario plannings and putting the whole plan on lockdown. It's like, whoa, we need protection from these demons because they are constantly trying to take over the planet. Okay? For those of you who know, who the original Hebrews are, and, and, and uh, we know that they are <clears throat> not the usurpers, because this this passage always confuses. Is this talking about the Jews in Israel right now? No. For those of you who know who the original Hebrews are, no, are not the they're not the usurpers, but the ones that made a covenant with Ayah. These people, these are the ones that this is talking to. All right. Yahuwah, let me continue reading. Yahuwah shall make the pestilence cleave unto thee until, un, until he hath consumed thee from off the land. Where thou goest to possess it, Yahuwah shall smite thee with a, a consumption uh, and with a fever and with an inflammation and with an extreme burning and with a sword and with, with blistering and with mildew. And they shall pursue thee until thou perish. And thy heaven that is over thee head shall be brass. And the earth that is under thy uh, shall be iron. Yahuwah shall make thee rain of the land powder and dust. And what, what does northern Africa look like right now? It's like a great desert. Right? From the heaven shall it come down upon thee. Until thou be destroyed. Yahuwah shall cause thee to be smitten before thine enemies. Thou shalt go out one way against them. And flee seven ways before them. See this is reverse. When we had the protection. We were doing this to them. And shalt be removed into all kingdoms of the earth. And thy carcass shall be meat unto all fowls of the air and unto the beast of the earth 
and no man shall fray them away. Yahuwah will smite thee with a botch of uh, a botch of Egypt, and with the imrods, and with the scab, and with the itch. Wherefore thou cannot be healed. Yahuwah shall smite thee with madness and blindness and astonishment of heart. Now, for those of you who are paying attention, bring your mind back to the kingdom of Mali when it was ruled by Manu Musa, the wealthiest man in the world at that time. Bring your mind to the uh, uh, Songhai Empire, the largest empire on the continent. The kingdoms of Kush, the kingdom of Aksum, and the great Zimbabwe. In addition, a, um, a discovery from Dr. Yosef ben Yakanan, uh, when he discovered <clears throat> that we used to call Africa Al-Kabulan, which means the Garden of Eden. It's an Arabic word for Africa. Now, if this is true, then why did Al-Kabulan, the Garden of Eden, the most beautiful continent, uh, how come the heavens became like brass and the earth to be like iron and the rain of the land like powder and dust? What happened? What happened to all that protection? What happened to all that beauty? Manu Musa was giving out gold to the point where it affected the whole economy. Right? What do we do? And thou shalt grope at noonday as a blind grofer in darkness, and thou shalt not, not prosper in thy ways. And thou shalt be only oppressed and spoiled evermore, and no man shall save thee. Thou shalt betroth the wife, and another man shall lie with her. Thou shalt build a house, and thou shalt not dwell therein. Thou shalt plant a vineyard, and shalt not gather the grapes there thine ox shall be slain before thine eyes and thou shalt not eat there for thine ass shall be violently taken away from before thy face and shall not be restored to thee thy sheep shall be given unto thine enemies and thou shalt have none to rescue them thy sons and thy daughters shall be given unto another people and thy eyes shall look and fail with longing for them all the day long, and there shall be no might in their hands. The fruit of thy hand and all thy labor shall a nation which thou knowest not eat up, and thou shalt be oppressed and cursed always, so that thou shalt be mad for the sight of thine eye, what thou shalt see. Interesting, isn't it? Don't that sound like slavery? like an episode of Roots now who do you think this book is talking to this is not talking about the Babylonian captivity of the 6th century BC this was a message to the future which is here now in the present yes the Greeks and the Romans wiped out the Maccabees and made way for the Holy Roman Empire. But it was the Holy Roman Empire along with the Arab Caliphate of the Ottoman Empire that destroyed the Garden of Eden. 
and enslave the sons and daughters of Africa. These were the nations that thou knowest not. Now, do you think an event like the transatlantic slave trade, along with the conquistadors of Spain and Portugal, wiping out Africa and those of the Americas, would not be documented in scriptures? Hmm? You think some event like that would never be, you couldn't find that in scriptures? Now, when did the occupiers of Israel, the occupiers of Israel, go through one pinch of this? The occupiers are the kings of the earth, and many ignorant Christians are still clueless about who they really are. <clears throat> and I continue to read. Yahuwah shall smite thee in thy knees and in the legs with a sore botch that cannot be healed. For the soles of thy feet unto the top of thy head, Yahuwah shall bring thee in thy king which thou shalt set over thee unto a nation which neither thou nor thy father have known. And there shall serve other gods wood and stone. And thou shalt become an astonishment, a proverb, a byword among all nations, where the Yahuwah shall lead thee. Thou shalt carry much seed out into the field, and shalt gather but little in, for the locusts shall consume it. Thou shalt plant vineyards and dress them, but shall neither drink of the wine, nor gather the grapes, for the worms shall eat them. Thou shalt olive, thou shalt have olive trees throughout all the coasts, but thou shalt not anoint them thyself with the oil. For thine olives shall cast his fruit. Thou shalt begot sons and daughters, but thou shalt not enjoy them. For thou shalt go into captivity. All thy trees and fruits of thy land shall be the locusts the locust consumed. The stranger that is within thee shall get up above thee very high and thou shalt come down very low it sounds like ADOS in America don't it what do we own 0.5% of all the wealth in the United States 0.5% 0.5% that's not even 1% of wealth that's 0.5% that's pitiful. He shall lend to thee, and thou shalt not lend to him. He shall be the head, and thou shalt be the tail. Moreover, all these curses shall come unto thee, and shall pursue thee, and overtake thee, till thou be destroyed, because thou hearken not unto the voice of Yahuwah thy Yah, to keep his commandments and his statutes, which he commanded thee. And they shall be upon thee for a sign and for a wonder. And upon thy seed forever. Because thou servest not. Yahuwah thy Yah. With joyfulness. With gladness of heart. For the abundance of all things. Therefore shall thou. For thy serve thine enemies. 
which Yahuwah shall send against thee in hunger and in thirst and in darkness and in want of all things. And he shall put a yoke of iron upon thy neck until he had destroyed thee. Yahuwah shall bring a nation against thee from afar, from the end of the earth, as swift as the eagle flieth, a nation whose tongue thou shalt not understand. Sounds like America, don't it? Go on to Africa to get them some, get some slaves. <clears throat> a nation of fierce countenance, which shall not regard the person of the old, nor show favor to the young, and he shall eat the fruit of thy cattle and the fruit of thy land until thou be destroyed, which also shall not leave thee either corn, wine, or oil, or the increase of thy kind, or flocks, or thy sheep, until he has destroyed thee. And he shall besiege thee in all thy gates until thy head and fences, fenced walls come down wherein thou trustest throughout all the land, and he shall besiege thee in all thy gates throughout all the land, which Yahuwah thy Yah hath given thee. Now before I continue, I need to make, this, make sure these passages well understood. Only one people on this earth can match these curses, from the yoke of iron upon thy neck, literally, to the nations that would come as swift as an eagle, a nation whose tongue thou shalt not understand. Now, if you are paying attention, you know that North African uh, kingdom spoke and understood Arabic. Manu Musa, case in point. The tongue was not understood. This tongue had to be a uh, Indo-European, not a African Asiatic tongue. It was either Portuguese, Spain, French, or English. The same language that have taken over the continent to this day. Right? It's the same language that have taken over uh, uh, South America, North America, and um, Africa. Then you have, they speak French, uh, Portuguese, English, right? Down in South Africa, it's it's um, German. Okay, these 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 the Indo-Europeans came into the land, split it up, and destroyed the languages. Facts. Now, the same languages that took the people of Africa to the four corners of the earth. Now, guess what nation is represented by the eagle? What religion forced the uh, forced people to worship gods of wood and stone? Now, to be crystal clear, the Hebrews bought this destruction on ourselves because we stopped listening to Ayah. We became the signs and wonders, the people without a name, the lowest on the totem pole, that are kept down. By Amalek, the seed of the Kenites, and Esau. The curse are allowed because we do not make the call. Now, before I continue, I will take a short break 
and then um, I will be right back. Okay. What will happen in 2025? Global Trends 2025, A Transformed World, was published in November of 2008 by the Office of the Director of the National Intelligence Council. As The Guardian pointed out on November 20th of 2008, the National Intelligence Council, quote, has warned that the world is entering an increasingly unstable and unpredictable period in which the advance of Western-style democracy is no longer assured. After giving thanks to the Atlantic Council for its fourth installment of their trends forecast, they describe previous installments as, quote, interesting and influential. Their stated goal is, quote, to identify key drivers and developments likely to shape world events a decade or more in the future. For 2025, Global Trends gives another bleak picture of Western nations. Quote, the Western model of economic liberalism, democracy, and secularism may lose its luster. Today, wealth is moving not just from West to East, but is concentrating more under state control. They go on to predict that, quote, the international system, as constructed following the Second World War, will be almost unrecognizable by 2025, owing to the rise of emerging powers, a globalizing economy, and historic transfer of relative wealth and economic power from West to East, and the growing influence of non-state actors. The publication defines non-state actors as, quote, businesses, tribes, religious organizations or movements, criminal networks, and super-powered individuals. As far as state actors go, quote, growth projections for Brazil, Russia, India, and China, the BRICS, indicate they will collectively match the original G7 share of global GDP. The NIC's publication describes, quote, relative certainties for the future matched with a, quote, likely impact. One describes a relative certainty of, quote, a global multiplayer system emerging with the rise of China, India, and others. The relative power of non-state actors also will increase with a likely impact saying, quote, by 2025, a single international community composed of nation states will no longer exist. Power will be more dispersed, with the newer players bringing new rules to the game that will, quote, challenge the Western order. They say China, India, and Russia are, quote, not following the Western liberal model for self-development, but instead are using a different model state capitalism, also known as fascism or communism. They go on to detail this new world order, stating, quote, the most salient characteristics of the new order will be the shift from a unipolar world dominated by the United States to a relatively unstructured hierarchy of old powers and rising nations, and the diffusion of power from state to non-state actors. As their own publication explains, Quote, it uses scenarios to illustrate some of the many ways in which the drivers examined in the study may interact to generate challenges and opportunities for future decision makers. 
One of those drivers Global Trends 2025 illustrates is a global coronavirus pandemic. On page 75, it begins to read as a plot summary, an exact play-by-play -play of the novel coronavirus 2019 pandemic, written 12 years before the Wuhan virus began its plague. Under the chapter title, Potential Emergence of a Global Pandemic, it reads, quote, the emergence of a novel highly transmissible human respiratory illness for which there are no adequate countermeasures could initiate a global pandemic. If a pandemic disease emerges by 2025, internal and cross-border tension and conflict will become more likely as nations struggle to control the movement of populations. Experts consider highly pathogenic avian influenza strains to be likely candidates. But other pathogens, such as the SARS coronavirus or other influenza strains, also have this potential. If a pandemic disease emerges, it probably will first occur in an area marked by high population density and close association between humans and animals such as many areas of China, where human populations live in close proximity to livestock. To propagate effectively, a disease would have to be transmitted to areas of higher population density. Weeks might pass before definitive laboratory results could be obtained, confirming the existence of a disease with pandemic potential. Despite limits imposed on international travel, travelers with mild symptoms or who were asymptomatic could carry the disease to other continents. Waves of new cases would occur every few months. The absence of an effective vaccine and near-universal lack of immunity would render populations vulnerable to infection. U.S. and global health organizations currently are working to develop vaccines that may prevent or mitigate influenza pandemics. Even the vaccine solution to the coronavirus pandemic is offered by the NIC in their Global Trends 2025 publication. How did they predict this event so accurately? And why do publications from both Deagle.com and the Office of the Director of National Intelligence predict the collapse of Western nations, the rise of BRIC nations, and blatant threats to human life worldwide? What other publications predict doom and gloom changes for 2025? This is Brian Wilson with InfoWars. Welcome back to Signs and Wonders broadcast. I'm your host, Dawid Yaakov Maccabeus. Um, make sure you visit HebrewsWakeUp.com to download the transcript once it's available. Please pass it on and keep me in your prayers. Okay, now what you listened to was another uh, publication written 12 years ago, back in 2008, that predicted the uh, global pandemic, a pandemic that will cause an economic global reset. Just like in the Rockefeller document called Scenarios for the Future of Technology International Development, which was written in 2010, this document predicts lockstep 
just like the Event 201 exercise that planned the pandemic takeover of the planet. The document that they, that they um, reference called Global Trends 2025, a transformed world, is yet another example of the ruling power structure telling us what they want for the future or they want what or they or what they want the future to be they want the western nations destroyed and the eastern nations to rise this is all written in scriptures the battle of armageddon the great river Euphrates is dried up to make way for the kings of the east. As it is written in Revelation 16:12, And the sixth angel poured out his vial upon the great river Euphrates. And the water therefore was dried up that the way of the kings of the east might be prepared. Then what follows is the War of Armageddon. And now, if we see China and Russia becoming the military power by 2025, this scenario will be planned out. Right. Before this happens, the West has to be destroyed as a as we see like these non-nation state actors like uh, Bezos and Gates and Soros. We see them buying up millions of acres and becoming lords of the land. As they bring the planet back into feudalism. I will close out this broadcast with part three after I uh, continue with um, what I was talking about <clears throat> now I will repeat what I said earlier concerning Hermes Trismegistus whom is a god lowercase g worshipped in Luciferianism and out of Luciferianism comes Theosophy Freemasonry Rosicrucianism and of course the Hermetic Kabbalah in the Hermetic Kabbalah we find the demonic 72 spirits used by Aleister Crowley Anton Salvador Levey Helen Levansky and many present day Luciferians whom are dictating the agenda for the foundations the foundations being the Melinda and I mean the Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation the Rockefeller Foundation the Clinton Foundation the Open Society Foundation the McCain Foundation and so forth I repeat this to remind you who we are fighting against and the purpose of our existence which is to destroy the beast 
Because we do not control the beast, the world is in chaos. Our job as the seed of Yaakov, the covenants of Ayah, the 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 righteous, the Mahat, the righteous ones that brought forth Mahat in justice in truth, because we are not at our position. Okay? We're supposed to be guarding the post. We ain't supposed to have the boule guard them. They took they took <laughs> it took our people, the powerful people, and used them as guards of demonic entities. Like guard dogs. They took the the population of Hebrews through the NAACP, through the, the Urban League, and the preachers and pastors brought them in the boule, Sigma Pi Phi. And now Sigma Pi Phi, instead of being the right hand of Ayah, became the right hand of Satan. It's a damn shame. And it reads, Deuteronomy 28:53 And thou shalt eat the fruit of thy own body. This is a curse. The flesh of thy sons and thy daughters which Ayah thy Yah hath given thee in the siege and the distraitness where thine enemy shall distress thee. So that the man that is tender among you the very delicate the his eyes shall be evil towards you his brother. His let me read that right. His eyes shall be evil toward his brother and toward the wife of his bosom and toward the remnant of his children which he shall leave so that he will not give to any of them of the flesh of his children whom, whom he shall eat because he hath nothing left him in the siege of the straightness wherewith their enemies shall distress thee in all thy gates. The tender and delicate women among you, which would not advantage, uh, adventure to set the sole of her foot upon the ground for delicateness and tenderness, her eyes shall be evil towards the husband of her bosom, and towards her son, and towards her daughter, and towards her young one that cometh out from between her feet, and towards her children, which she shall bear, for she shall eat them for want of all things secretly in the siege of straightness, wherein thine enemies shall distress thee in thy gates, for thou wilt not observe to do all the words of this law that are written in this book, that thou mayest fear this glorious of fearful name, Yahuwah thy Ayah. Now I have a question. Who causes most, if not all, the famines we see today? Who controls the World Bank of International Settlement, International Monetary Fund, the World Food Program? The same people that are now telling us, they are now telling us 130 million people will starve because of COVID-19 lockdowns. The World Health Organization, that 
followed the Rockefeller Scenario for the Future of Technology and International Development Program are now warning the world about mass starvation. This is problem, reaction, solution. This is what Ayah warned us about thousands of years ago. This is the method of the beast. And it reads, <clears throat> Then Yahuwah will make the plagues wonderful, and the plagues of thy seed, even great plagues, and a long continuance, and sore sickness, and of long continuance. Moreover, he will bring upon thee all the diseases of Egypt which thou wast afraid of, and thy shall cleave unto thee, and I mean, and they shall cleave unto thee. And also every sickness and every plague which is not written in the book of the law, them will Ayah bring upon thee until thy be destroyed. And ye shall be left few in number, whereas ye were at the stars of the heavens for multitude, because thou wouldest not obey the voice of Ayah, thy Yah. Now, when we hear this, it sounds extremely harsh. Eating each other and plagues and, and dying and, and poverty. and It's just, whoa. Well, it's harsh until you remember the 62 million souls sacrificed to Baal, pro-choice. It sounds harsh until we watch the burning of the cities, and the disrespect for humanity. 2016 was supposed to allow the planet to move in a positive direction instead of us waking up in 2020, we dove deeper into reprobate. Debauchery has become a lifestyle. The young black males are being portrayed as the face of the transgender movement as they make homosexuality fashionable. The black woman runs to abort our people and the strong black woman leads the movement of lesbianism. We kill each other on the streets of Chicago, Los Angeles, Detroit, Philadelphia, New Orleans, Houston, Baltimore, and every city we reside. As Ayah stated, these curses will be upon thee for a sign and for a wonder, and upon thy seed forever. And here we are, signs and wonders. It's bittersweet. Yes, it's great to know we are the Hebrews of the seed of Yahya. But the responsibility that comes with a price, right? You just can't say, oh, we are the ones, we are the, we are the representation. But that comes with a price. You have an obligation to uphold righteousness. And to be an example for the world to follow. The enemies know this is. So they target you. They did everything in their power to remove our protection. 
that Yah will not protect us if we worship Baal. This is why we failed the worship of Baal. However, if my people which are called by my name shall humble themselves and pray and seek my face and turn from their wicked ways, then will I hear from heaven and I will forgive their sin, will heal their land. Right? Meaning because we made a covenant with Ayah, he will hear our call. He will heal us and he will come. Deuteronomy 28, 63. And it continues. And it shall come to pass that as Ayah rejoice over you to do good and to multiply you, so Ayah will rejoice over you to destroy you and to bring you to naught. And ye shall be plucked from off the land whether thou goest to possess it. And Ayah shall scatter thee among all people from the end of the earth even unto the other and thou shalt serve other gods which neither thou nor thy fathers have known. Even wood and stone, and among these nations shalt thou find no ease, neither shall thy soles of thy feet have rest, but Ayah shall give thee thou a trembling heart, and failing of eyes and sorrows of mind, and thy life shall hang in doubt before thee, and thou shalt fear day and night, and shall have non-assurance of thy life. In the morning thou shalt say, Would Yah it were night or even? And at even thou shalt say, Would Yah it was morning? For the fear of thy heart, wherein thou shalt fear, and for the sight of thine eyes, which thou shalt see, and Ayah shall bring thee into Egypt again with ships. By the way, therefore I speak unto thee, thou shalt see it no more again. And there, Ye shall be sold unto your enemies for bondmen and bondwomen, and no man shall buy thee. Now, how many of you really heard this message? My people are lost because we do not know who we are. This planet is destroyed because it has destroyed the people of Ayah. At this moment, the demonic 72 have laid a curse on the nations of Ayah. They can do this because he lifted his protection. He will do this until we call on him and turn from wickedness. This cannot be any clearer. The worship of Balaam has resurfaced in America. It has resurfaced in America. Sacrificing children is how they gave power to this demonic God a long time ago. But if we still do not turn the system of the mark of the beast will come. It will come if we do not turn. Social distancing will remain. Freedom of speech will be lost. America will fall into financial collapse. China will be the superpower. Brazil, Russia, China, India and South Africa will bring in the communist era. Spiritual worship will be underground. All of your freedoms will be gone. Then the demonic leaders will gain full power and this planet will be depopulated. And then after a short while, 
Those fools that thought they were making the world a better place will be destroyed. We will go through years of pure hell because the Hebrews of the seed of Yaakov are lost. This election will only delay the inevitable unless the Hebrews wake up. If Donald Trump loses this election or they manage to steal this election, then what will be must be. The reason why this is happening to the United States is because the American Congress has allowed the killing of millions of people in illegal wars from Iraq to Afghanistan to Libya, Iran, Sudan, Somalia, Yemen, and all over Africa. Millions of people killed and displaced for the control of oil. The Congress has let America destabilize South America and assist rogue nations to do the same. Now, at what point do we as a nation pay the price? The fall of Babylon is inevitable because it is written. America had the potential to be a safe haven from Babylon, but she became a tool for Babylon. At some point, she has to pay for her role in these crimes. You cannot be an example of justice and righteousness if you allow <clears throat> for injustice. Let me repeat that. You cannot be an example of justice and righteousness if you allow for injustice. Clinton and Obama placed a whole country into bondage called Libya. Put people into slavery. Killed a leader. Laughed about it on TV. No repercussions. And continue to lie. George W. Bush. Cheney. Rumsfeld. Destroyed the Middle East. All because of 9-11. Lies. More lies. Now I prayed for grace. But at some point we have to answer. For the millions of lives. That are screaming for justice. Combine the 62 million aborted babies with the destruction and killing of murder with the, uh, the, 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 these demonic administrations. I prayed for grace. But at some point, we have to answer for the millions of lives that are screaming for justice. If you are honest, you can see the punishment starting now. We see it from the decision for leadership. So you mean the best we can do as a nation is Joe Biden, the child molester, and his son, the crackhead bag boy? Really? The best we can do. All I see are demons waiting in the wings to complete the destruction of the nation 
as the seed of the Amalekites decide to ride the people of China into Armageddon. If, a big if, Trump can defeat the lies of corporate media, we might have four more years. But after the four years are up, then what? Anyway, it is written that the Hebrews eventually wake up and the parasites are burned with fire. As it reads, And the beast was taken, and with him the false prophets that wrought the miracles before him, with which he, de he deceived them that had received the mark of the beast, and them that worshipped his image. These both were cast alive into a lake of fire, burning with brimstone. So, he loses. Okay, my friends and family, I will um, close with the solutions after this final break. Because I never like to leave us hanging. Um, but I wanted to play this last uh, portion of the document. Before I close out, and then, um, what will happen in 2025? After posting the first video in this 2025 series, just a few days later, Deagle.com has removed their 2025 predictions from their site, leaving only the 2017 statistics. Screenshots of their predictions can be found in part one, which illustrate a cataclysmic event that decimates the world's population, especially concerning Western, mostly Christian countries. However, other publications make predictions for 2025 which won't be removed from the public eye so easily. Alice A. Bailey, described as the prophetess of the United Nations, also made predictions of a plan for 2025 in her 1957 book, The Externalization of the Hierarchy, which was first put out by the publisher Lucifer Trust, who has now changed their name to Lucius Trust to conceal their clear ties to Luciferianism and the Illuminati. The first stanza of the book states, quote, Let the forces of light bring illumination to mankind and fulfill the purpose of the coming one. Let light and love and power restore the plan on earth. What plan is Alice A. Bailey speaking of? On page 193, she says, quote, The whole world's problem has reached a crisis today, and its clarification will be the outstanding theme of all progress, education, religious, and economic, until 2025 A.D. On page 281, she elaborates about the purpose of the plan for 2025. Quote, a great and new movement is proceeding, and a tremendously increased interplay and interaction is taking place. This will go on until A.D. 2025. During the years intervening between now and then, 1957 to 2025, very great changes will be seen taking place. And at the Great General Assembly of the Hierarchy in 2025, the date in all probability will be set for the first stage of the externalization of the Hierarchy. 
a great awakening in the human family and a major spiritual reorientation. Externalization of the hierarchy? Major spiritual reorientation? What is Alice A. Bailey talking about? Bailey believes Sanat Kumara is the greatest lord of the world, as opposed to the heavenly or spiritual, and she believes Sanat Kumara descended from Venus to Earth before mankind. The name Lucifer is one of the ancient Greek names for Venus, and this figure is at the center of the plan Bailey describes in her book. She goes on later to call Lucifer, in no unmistakable terms, the son of the morning, the prodigal son, and describes him as the ruler of humanity, active intelligence, self-consciousness, and creativity. Why would the UN's false prophet single out the year 2025 for the arrival or externalization of her Luciferian Savior? The Savior she speaks of surely isn't Jesus Christ returning to earth because she claims to know the time of his coming, when as Matthew 24:36 explains, quote, But of that day and hour no one knows not even the angels of heaven, but my Father only. So clearly, Alice A. Bailey's prophecy is not of God. But the question remains, what will happen in 2025? Mass extinction? Economic collapse? Political dissolvement? The arrival of a Luciferian Messiah that will invert the Christian ethos of Western nations? turning the world upside down on its head? Or are these prophecies false predictions? put out by obscure organizations as a psychological operation to demoralize populations across the West. I guess in five years' time, we'll see for ourselves what 2025 has in store for mankind. This is Brian Wilson with InfoWars.com. Welcome back. Uh, in this final part of the documentary... Uh, what will happen in 2025, you hear that the ruling power structure has uh, removed the section of the Diga report that had the uh, population economic destruction of the West from their website. Now, this, is, this seems to be happening a lot lately. Okay? Now, they did this after the video went viral uh, later, after um, it was on the uh, Infowars platform. So, they wanted to do this because, like I told you before about the, the fact check, checker website. Right? They wanted to do the uh, remove the portion of the Diga report that stated that 2025 um, was going to have a depopulation, and um, and by the way, these videos. This I'm just giving you the audio portion of the video, but you actually see the video. <laughs> uh, I'll have them linked up to this document so you can actually see them, or you can go to um, band.video platform. And then just uh, type in 2025, and you'll see all three of them there. But, you know, they, they keep editing the content, right? 
and they did this like the um, scenarios for the future of technology, international development. Uh, I heard that they removed certain sections about lockstep, but it's crazy because there's so many copies of this on the internet, why would you even attempt to try to erase it? But like I said, I think they're doing this so they can send you to fact check and then fact check will say, well, in the actual document, this portion isn't there. Just like they tried to remove or they tried to say the Margaret Sanger image was a forgery and then take your mind off the fact that she actually said she was going to Ku Klux Klan rallies, right? All right. Now, like I said, they're trying to cover it up now. We also see the WHO telling the world that lockdowns are bad for the planet and millions of people will die because of these lockdowns. Now, they are either getting nervous or moving us into part two. This documentary speaks about Alice Bailey and the Lucas Trust, as well as the uh, essential, uh, essential of the um, hierarchy. Existential of the hierarchy. Sorry about that. My mind went somewhere after a while there. And the uh, Antichrist figure called Sanat Kamara, whom is uh, uh, ushered in by Maitreya. I think if uh, um, back in the day there used to be a guy by the name of Benjamin Cream. Benjamin Cream, he would um, say that Maitreya is on the earth. This is about 20 years ago. And he would be, uh, he would get. Uh, he would be a medium of Maitreya, and then Maitreya would come in as this um, the, the purveyor of Santa Kumara. Okay. Now I did a broadcast called "Ascended Masters, Founding Fathers, Mystery Babylon" way back in 2010. For more details on this, you can find it there on HebrewsWakeUp.com. Now this brings me to my final point. Uh, in part one of this documentary, the Deagle Report is supported by the CIA, uh, NATO, the World Bank, the United Nations, International Monetary Fund. In uh, part two, uh, it's, uh, we are taken to this uh, report called the Global Trends 2020, 2025. And now in part three, end with Alice Bailey of the Lucifer Trust ushering in another false god called Sanata Kamara, a.k.a. Satan. Of course, the synagogue of Satan. Um, <clears throat> all this hell on earth because a pitiful little parasite named Satan. Now, I'm going to remind this demon of its fate through scriptures and it reads from Isaiah 14 16 <clears throat> they that see thee shall narrowly look upon thee and consider thee saying is this the man that made the earth to tremble that did shake kingdoms that made the world as a wilderness and destroyed the cities thereof that opened not the house of his prisoners all the kings of the nations, even all them, lie in glory, show one in his own house. But thou art cast out of thy grave like an abomination, an abominable branch, 
and as the remnant of those that are slain, thrust through with the sword that go down to the stone of thy pit, as a carcass trotter under feet. Thou shalt not be joined with them in burial, because thou hast destroyed thy land, and slain thy people. The seed of the evildoers shall never be re-owned. Re Prepare slaughter for his children for the iniquity of thy fathers that they do not rise nor possess the land nor fill the face of the world which cities, with cities. For I will rise up against thee saith Yahuwah of hosts and cut off from Babylon the name and remnant and sons and nephew saith Yahuwah I will also make it a possession for the bitten and, and pools of water bittering and pools of water and I will sweep it with thy bosom of destruction saith Yahuwah of hosts now in other words what this is saying is we win and you lose now here are a few solutions that we will use to end this demonic oppression of the planet. The solution is repent, fast, and pray. That simple. Besides what I spoke about in the prior broadcast, the separating from this beast and become your own economic foundation, boycott all of these um, super, uh, uh, th these essential stores that seem to be able to stay open but make you close your church and, and, and mosque and, and place of worship that want to contact trace you and pretty much take away all your rights and then eventually implant a chip on you so that they can follow you wherever you go and cut you off financially if they don't <clears throat> if you don't follow the rules if you don't get the vaccine if you don't uh give up your children all of these things are coming down the pike now if you want to stop it dead in its track here's the solution and that solution is going to be through a message to Ayah Ayah asked that you hear us. Repent. Hear us repent of the demonic nature. Forgive this nation of the evil it placed on those innocent souls. Make those that are responsible pay for the crimes of America, but spare the life of the ignorant. Ooh, Ayah. Ayah asked that you Accept our fasts as we repent for our ignorance. Give us a day of fasting and then weeks of fasting to keep our hearts towards righteousness. Do what you need to do to bring us back to you, Ayah, in the name of Yeshua. I ask that you hear our prayer and heal us from our demonic spirits. Forgive the sin of our ancestors and wipe us clean, Ayah. Give us the knowledge 
and will for repentance, fasting, and prayer. So that we can become a beacon of righteousness for this planet like we're supposed to be. Thank you, Ayah, for this message. Thank you, Ayah, for hearing my prayer in the name of Yahshua. Hallelujah. 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 Thank you so much for um, allowing me to speak to you today. Um, all praise Ayah.